0: Hey, great day. So in this special podcast series, I will be introducing to you abundant streams of income that mental health providers can utilize in their business. And so we just wrapped up a live four-day bootcamp over on YouTube, but I do know that there's a large portion of our podcast listeners that would prefer to get the information in bite-sized pieces versus 60 to 90 minute workshops where they can take their time and implement the information. So make sure to say Stay tuned to this episode. Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the CEO of your business and life. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 years into building a multi six-figure mental health business and seven-figure digital product business and doing what I love. Now, I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapists Deserve Abundance Podcast. So a recap of day one, if you were not here, we set the tone by talking about mindset. Um, And then we also talked about four different variations of therapeutic uh, services for expansion. So we covered therapeutic groups and community organizations, but also those can be done in your private practice. We talked about doing staff trainings in the community. Um, what do online public, like on Zoom, psychoeducational workshops look like and how they can lead into potential other opportunities? And we also talked about in-person workshops and how that energy feels different for the participants and all the considerations that go along with that. So let's go ahead and get started. Now, today, if you're taking notes, you want to write down on your paper, active streams of income, active streams of income, Okay. So, first, before we get into it, I do want to clear some stuff up because sometimes as business owners, we use these terms interchangeably. Okay. And they are not the same thing. So, passive income is money earned with little or no effort, AKA, that's when you can say, I'm making money in my sleep. Okay. Active income involves activity of either you and or of your team, but usually you're involved at a certain percentage, if not all of it in the beginning, delivering or overseeing the stream of income. So the active streams of income that we're gonna talk about today and put a one, two or three in the box as we did yesterday, if you want to learn about these, because remember active learning also means that you are going to follow through and it's going to stick, okay? Okay. So if you're interested in VIP days, that's when someone is with you for a long period of time. That can be therapeutic services. That can be coaching services. But bottom line is somebody is with you for 90 minutes, for two hours, for a whole day. They're with you for two days. Those are also what one of my mastermind students calls hyper intensive sessions. It is hyper intensive. But maybe somebody doesn't want to do therapy for a year. They don't want to do therapy for 6 months. They want to just, you know, get it off their system. But you have to be prepared to be able to sit there with them for that length of time. Number 2 is memberships. Maybe you want to create a membership site. So I do want to tell you too, we do have some bonus podcasts being dropped at the end of this month into April and into May. And I've interviewed certain students um, in our mastermind programs or alumni that actually will talk about a lot of these topics like these three. We have interviews and they are good. You definitely do not want to miss it because it's not on this bootcamp, And those will be on the audio podcast only. Actually, we're going to drip the video too. Um, number three is we're going to talk about coaching programs. And we're going to talk about the differences between group and one on one coaching. So we have a good amount of ones. We got people who are interested in all three. So if you're interested in all three, like I said yesterday, open ears is great today. Don't leave this boot camp, even if some of them are already in play, and execute all three that are new streams of income for you at the same time. My tip as your coach for four days is that you should be focusing on one moving rock, aka streams of income in your business per quarter. So for example, if you want to launch a VIP day system, and you'll see in a second why it's only one per quarter, hell, maybe one per year, is that there's a lot of your back office that goes into setting these up, onboarding clients, systems, and things like that. So you don't want to launch a new stream of income every quarter even because you want to perfect the one you already had, okay? So now, We're going to talk about this one because on day three, specifically because a lot of people say, I want a group practice because I want passive income. And we're going to break a lot of myths about how a group practice is not a passive income revenue source unless certain things are in place and it will not be built overnight. So if you're interested in group practice, make sure you also show up to day three. All right. So let's talk about VIP days, number one. okay. so these are some considerations. Let's get into it. So as we talked about yesterday, you want to know who you serve, but you also want to know how you can utilize your gift within that VIP session. So let me create a framework for you, a VIP session in coaching, but it can look the same way for therapy. Just change the language is I can take. One of my clients, let's just say in our Dope Therapist Academy, like manifest a profitable private practice program. That's our private practice solo private practice program. So let's just say if I said, oh, I have time in March, April and May and I want to I have five VIP sessions available. So if I say I have five VIP sessions available, odds are because somebody is getting my one-on-one time, the investment, even if it's only for one day or for 90 minutes or two hours, the investment is not going to be equivalent to a therapy session because, again, of what they're able to do with the information we talk about in the call based on how I can help them solve a problem, which means what? They have to show up wanting to talk. They can't show up and say, well, I don't know where I should start. That is not a VIP day the problem has to be specified you have to be able to know that you can help that person get to the other side but of course walk them through the process don't just give them the answers right that's more of a coaching you know technique okay so how can you utilize your gift specifically in a, a vip structure for a short period of time that's hyper intensive so somebody may say in our program I want to take part in the VIP day because I want to make sure that my solo practice is really in order. Can you can can we take a look at my back office like just one on one for that session? And then can you help me create a map? This is their bigger ask. Can we create a map for how I can take my current back office and prepare me to start moving on the trajectory of creating a group practice? versus them taking what I taught them as a solo practitioner or enhance their already up and, um, you know, already running private practice. And then they just say, Oh, I'm gonna take the same stuff and run a group practice. No hiring is not the same. Like we'll talk about that on tomorrow. So can you deliver the solution? This is key in the length of time. Don't overshoot your shot. Right? So if I knew that I was only having 90 minutes, The example I just gave you would actually have to be broken up into two different sessions. The first part would be, let's take a look at your back office because I don't know what they've done and I don't want to guess. And then I really have to sit on there and give them homework assignments from the program they're in. Versus part two would be, I already know their back office is in place. Maybe this is a person who has talked about their back office multiple times on our calls because they're okay with asking questions. If that's the case, I wouldn't mind combining them because it's really just, all right, give me a summary of what you've done and how it's working for you. Boom, let's move into the second question. Okay. So make sure that the time that you allot for that VIP or hyper-intensive session, you can actually deliver and let the person know what you're asking for actually needs to be broken down into three sessions if your sessions are shorter in time. Okay. Okay. Also, your client avatar, a.k.a. your ideal client, you have to know who will actually benefit from this service and pricing can they pay. Location is vitally important. Maybe if it's online, it is, I don't know, a thousand dollars, right, for a 90 minute session versus if they want to. This is not therapy, though, because they have to be in your state. That's your license. Let's just say somebody is in New York and they want to fly me to New York. Well, they have to fly me to New York. I need a hotel. Maybe the hotel is where we're gonna re- where we're going to do the services. Maybe I need to get a peer space uh, office for that two day period because they bought you know a two day VIP package. Put a one in the comment box if this is making sense. Okay, I know that this is fairly new to our field, and some people ask about this when they're providing therapy services. But I want to make sure that you understand the difference between hyper intensive in terms of the structure versus I just want to meet with somebody for one time and get paid more. If that is your attitude, you're going into it all wrong. Okay. So systems. VIP systems typically evolve um involve some type of launch style. So at the conference, for example, we teach people how to launch a product with specific steps based on their stream of income. So like We'll have people sit at certain tables at the conference and then I'm going to break down and give them handouts like if you have this stream of income, these are sample launches that you can do. But I'm going to talk about them from the stage and then mastermind with each other and ask your questions. Right. So. You may want to launch via your email list if you have one or text list. Um, you can launch on your social media and talk in the DM. You can launch by being on platforms, being on people's podcasts if they let you and then you talk about your offer. But bottom line is launching has multiple stages that takes someone from understanding um, what products and services you offer to then either getting them on a call, getting them on a Zoom, getting them on a webinar. It's so many ways you can launch, you can do a challenge. It's various ways, but you have to be aligned with what your launch style is. And then also you have to finish the launch if you wanna see any type of results. Even if there are no tangible results, meaning no clients, cause it can happen, but then you can take the results of the no results cause no results are still results. If nobody signed up, you need to debrief and take that information and implement it in another round and not just quit. That's called a sore loser to me. <laughs> right. So, onboarding, um, how are your clients going to sign up for your services, potentially sign a contract, pay, and where are you going to meet them at? You have to have that mapped out in what I call a flow chart, also known as a standard operating procedure. We do standard operating procedures in our private practice or at a job, but you may not even know that they're called SOPs, but you've been exposed to them pretty much your whole career where a job brings you on and takes you step by step from opening up a case to closing it. So my question to you that we teach in our program on leadership and delegation is, are all of those steps written down? And you're like, nah, they in my head. Okay, that's great. But that means you can't hire somebody maybe as swiftly as you would like because your systems aren't written down. They're in your head. And believe it or not, the systems that are in your head are not delivered um, correctly in the right way that somebody else can understand them as good as you would like because it sounds good only to you, okay? Hence why I always have slides because I can just talk, right? So know your strengths and your weaknesses. Delivery, if you are going to give them some type of action plan or workbook, um, what kind of documents are you going to give them? What tools are you going to give them? What's part of your solution, right? Follow-up system for a VIP session, There should be some type of follow-up, whether it be they just email you their results, they fill out a form, they give you a testimonial video, but do you want that to be via email on Zoom? Are there Google forms? Are there, is there another conversation that happens 30 days after? I'm not sure, (laughs) right? And then also, are there future sessions and how will you position that for them to either stop with where they are or they continue to maybe part two? Because you couldn't possibly get to everything in part one. Okay. So this is a VIP case study that we've done before. So at the beginning of last year, maybe the end of 2021, um, this student stands out because it was something great that she did. She was in the Bay. She was in Northern California. She did our private practice program. Now at that time, I had flexibility to offer like I think like five or 10 slots per cohort, but it was an additional investment that students can pay for to get me one-on-one because students couldn't get me one-on-one or get my Voxer and me coach them through Voxer unless they were in my mastermind, right? So this student invested in a session with me for 90 minutes via Zoom. I had her fill out a thorough questionnaire. I want you to follow the VIP system that I created. And she was a one-year alumni, which meant that to me, if she was speaking up on the call, She was in a very good position to do what she wanted to do. Her goal was to go into actually the high school I did my practicum at and she was being considered or she wanted to be considered to like pitch her services and then them pay her through a contract through the school system. And she knew that I was very familiar with just with schools and just paperwork. Right. So I don't write grants, but I participated in grant writing Activities. Okay. Um, so I just want to say that because I can't help you write no grant. Okay. But grant is really following the instructions and giving them the information that they need. So she needed school system funding. Um, her goal was to go in there and create a program. So, AKA, like my intro yesterday, I'm really good at program development. So in the VIP session, I provided her with onboarding forms, meaning I need to know what you want to do and what you've tried and what worked and what hasn't worked. If you've coached with anyone else to help you with this, what have y'all done? What worked and what didn't work? Just like a therapy intake. Our VIP session was 90 minutes. I did have a follow-up process. So I had a three-part process. It was the forms. It was the deliverability. But in the form, I was able to tell if I can even take on the problem, right? So you don't want to just get paid and be like, oh, I can't help you. That's not good. Um, We also had a follow-up process, but it was via email. So my follow-up process was I sent her a a list of things she needed to do, like a recap. I gave her access to her Zoom video where I said, download it. You can have access to it for 30 days, download it to your computer. And then I told her in 30 days, this is more her accountability. I'm not going to chase you. And that to me is me working with professionals, right? So I told her when you are done, because she was doing more of a formulation of writing, I actually, it can be personalized. I wanted to see the work that she had done before she submits it to the school. So I said, within seven days, because we have a 30-day follow-up process, I want you to send me the documents based on what you've written. And within our conversation, I also shared some stuff that I've done with nonprofits in terms of like pitching my services. So she sent me the follow-up. I reviewed it. I said, kind of like a professor, I put it in Google. I was marking it up, like, take this out, add this, boom, 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 use Grammarly for this, you know, all these things. Sent her back, boom, she got the, the funding. Put it two in the comment box if you think that's fire, right? Um, is the VIP session set up like life coaching session? What, so that this is the thing. Life coaching has no structure because there are different schools that teach to coaching. People can get certified. People can roll out of the bed today and say that they're a life coach. So everybody, to me, just like therapy technically, we utilize certain theoretical orientations or evidence-based practices but then we will choose how we want to deliver the services. So I'm giving you examples. If you coached with me in one of our programs, I would give you examples. But you have to do what aligns with you. OK, this VIP like life coaching. And that's the thing, too. Let me just say this. Um, don't be in a rush to just add coaching to your business. You'll see why in a second. It is not our expertise, even though we probably do coaching all the time in our life and in our with our clients. But just quick disclaimer, because I have a podcast episode on it. Even though you're a great therapist, it doesn't make us a great coach. There are certain mechanisms and strategies that of how you have to show up as a coach, right? And they overlap with being a therapist. However, please know that the general public sees you as a therapist. So my disclaimer to you to be ethically appropriate is if somebody came to you and they said, oh, I see that you do coaching, but I also see that you're a therapist. Or they just say, I want you for coaching. If you do the intake and you clearly know that they need therapy, let's be clear, you should refer them to therapy. Now you can say you have to choose and you may have them choose and they say, oh, well, I want you as a coach. So then we have to do no harm. If you know that they have baggage, that's why they need to go to therapy. Then what is the difference between therapy and coaching? Therapy is getting somebody to a functional state. It is not to see them throughout their whole life. They can do booster sessions, but nobody's gonna be at 100%. Look at the old school GAV, DSM-4, TR. GAF GAF, Global Assessment Functioning, 0 through 100. What was our goal when we were in training? To get them to 70 and above. 70 is a C. Life coaching to me is 71 to 100. Now that we got the baggage out the way, now let's focus on the future. So I want you to be clear not to confuse people about what your role is as we talked about as a trainer, facilitator versus a therapist because if somebody starts showing a therapeutic symptomology and you like, oh, we just life coaching it. Are you really doing harm here? Or do you need to pause coaching and refer them to a therapist? And should you be their therapist? Hell no. You already have another type of relationship with them. Um, How would a VIP day look for therapy? The exact same. So you would do it the same way. Okay. You would take them through a consultation. At, this is a DTA student. So we would take them through a consultation You would do your consultation just like you would do therapy, but whatever your specialty is for um, that coaching, you would make sure that their presented problem aligns with the problems that you solve in that niche. Like, for example, Melissa, I know the person who just asked that question, she serves couples, but couples is a wide range of a situation. Right. So if a couple comes to you and they actually appear more as needing parenting tips, And let's just say Melissa's like, "Mm, I don't really do parenting. I don't actually really like talking about parenting. Even though it comes up in couples, they're looking for parenting strategies. And she would rather do like, what is your love language type conversations, right? So Melissa may say, I'm not the best match for you because my VIP services that you currently have don't offer that. But it will be the same thing. You do the VIP session or sessions. Your sessions could be a package of five sessions for two hours each for four hours each. It's totally up to you. Just make sure that if you sit in that room, that you can sit with them for that time. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Intentionally Abundant Podcast. Now, I know that flew by way too fast. So if you want more resources, head over to drtk.com forward slash link for additional abundant resources. Now, until the next episode, live intentionally abundant.